Okay, finally, um, and a lot of you may not have heard of this company, um, it's called Western Union. When, and, when, was, uh, when was the last time you got a telegram? Have well, you ever gotten a uh, telegram? You no, know, I did get a telegram when? one time. And I'm a grown man, so I uh, I got you... one telegram. How long ago? Uh, Forty-five years ago. Hmm. Yep. And you know why I remember it? Why? My aunt Shirley sent me a telegram uh, when I was uh, reached a, a, a ten-year-old. Yeah. Ten-year-old, you got yeah. a telegram. Yeah, telegram. So was it a singing telegram, or was it just a guy showing up with a telegram? No, it was a Western Union <laughs> telegram wishing me a happy birthday. But here's the thing. There was money attached to it. just And that is their surviving business, sending money to people. And I'll tell you, I was appreciative then, and I'm appreciative now. Now, here in America, there's other ways to send money to people uh, right. other than that, like right. a, a check in a mail uh, thing or a wire. Or, There's an app for that. Or uh, even PayPal, you can get right. money to people. But if you want to get money to another country, I think that this is where Western Union can sometimes do a better job than uh, than banks because it's just Bill wants to send a, you know a, some money to Joe, right? And they don't want a bunch of banks involved for whatever reason. And so I think getting money back home to families and all that is uh, it's a big business. You know, these guys do $5.6 in sales. It's not exactly growing, but they're putting up consistent, cons- I mean, consistent. I can draw a line through this. Almost 29, 30% EBITDA margins. That says something's proprietary. Uh, they've got, <laughs> this might be a little high for some people's appetite, they're four hundred percent debt to equity, hmm. so you know I don't want to. Now that's whatever happens <laughs> is going to happen big. That's eighty percent debt to cap. Now that just means that for a hundred dollars in capital, twenty is equity and eighty is is debt. And with the consistency of their EBITDA, you know debt could be appropriate. Uh, and in this case, I'm looking here; they've never lost money. Um, it's been rock stable. If you look at this company, I mean, you don't even know there was a recession. You know, here's one thing though that I that I that I just caution. Again, you've got 26 people that follow this company. All of them have, are reducing their estimates by about 20 percent. And look at what has happened to this stock. This thing is in free fall. Well, the stock's gone down 20 percent. It's uh, or it, more. It Let's is see. actually down. It was down. Thirty-one percent. Okay, so here's how I interpret that: down stock down thirty percent, estimates down twenty. Yep. And the PE yep. went down ten percent. So yep. from nine to eight. Question That's is: That's how you get that. It has the story fully unfolded, or is it just unfolding? What you don't want to do is you know catch a falling knife. Well, here's what I would say, which I know nothing, but the consistency of these results. Uh, suggests to me that all that happened was the company said, hey, guys, uh, our revenues are down. Our earnings are going to be down. And so if you look at the estimates here, for 2013, there's a little table here. So 
157 per share in December 2011, that fiscal year. Then 168 this year. And I'm going to guess that, uh, well, that look, that's already come down 20%. So at some point, this used to be a buck 90 estimate or something. And then this one here, the 2013, has also come down 20%. So, you know, maybe people just got a little ahead of themselves, what have you. But um, if I forget what the analysts might be doing with their estimates, I always made fun of this because, you know, analysts, including guys at our own firms, would say, oh, management missed the estimate. And I'd look at these guys, I'd say, no, you know, you missed the estimate, analyst. It was your estimate. And you missed it. I mean, why do you, what makes you think management knows the future any more than you do? And I think what happened is they guided down. But I'm going to suggest that to the extent there's a stability here and a consistency of results that's worthy of a multiple that's reflective of an annuity, mm-hmm. that uh, the market's overreacting. I mean, tw- down 20%. That just means you have earnings down 20%. But uh, that's, that's in I, the stock now. now. Here's another. You know, you you look at these sheets and it's like reading tea leaves. You can come up with 100. There's 100 stories yeah. in these sheets. Uh, and you can, and that's why you got to come up with 100 stories. And then you got to chase most of them down, which is what real analysts do. But here's another another thing that jumps off this page at me. 2000 for the, the forever... This company has spent about $50, $80 million in CapEx. That's been the, you know, they've been year after year after year, $50 million, $60 million, $50 million, et cetera. In 2012, CapEx was $156 million. My concern would be they made a big investment. Hmm. They were expecting a return on it. It's not happening. It's not happening. Estimates are coming down. Stock's in free fall. And I wouldn't know... If uh, CapEx on an order that magnitude, when it doesn't work, how long does it take to unwind? That's a good point. Good I don't point, know. Mo. Although, again, you know, that CapEx, 156, share count 634. What's that? 15 cents? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying so that. So they blew 15 cents on something just, and the well, stock's down 10 bucks? I mean. But the stock may have been up 10 bucks in anticipation yeah. of how this. Are. So, but it's, it's definitely worth. It's, a, it's another one of those red flags that you look at when you pull these sheets. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Now, what, the thing I didn't mention is for all this hair, and there is a little bit. I mean, you do see a stock going down this much. Obviously, somebody's spooked about something. But it's 4.4 times EBITDA. So I'm not going to do all the arithmetic here in my head. But if it's 1 over 4, that's 25%. If it's 1 over 5, that's 20%. So it's probably 22.5%. EBITDA yield, that's EBITDA divided by enterprise value, which is some type of cash flow yield if all of our friends were to buy this company. And that leaves a lot of room for being wrong. So if it's not 25%, even if it's 15%, if earnings going forward are 15% lower than they are now, and there's no evidence on the page that they ever fall unless the idea of Wiring money is suddenly out of favor, and it could be that you know PayPal or American Express or somebody or you know is introducing something that somebody you know perceives is is going to interfere with the you know market share of Western Union. But I mean, these guys are 150 years old or whatever they are, so I think share erosion is part of what they're used to, and it probably is on some type of slope that's you know, not 
overly alarming. That's all. Well, you know, the other thing that they are in, they do things like when you've got to transfer money, you think, you think you're doing it in multi-currency. It's got to be real time. Yeah. You're in different world time zones. You're, you're connecting different networks. You've got custodial stuff you've got to deal with. And uh, that is immensely complex. And so the barriers to entry, I would think, in that kind of a business would be fairly high. And they do a lot of cross-border transactions, collateralized transactions. So that's yeah. so something's wrong. I like the story. I do think they're in some pretty great areas, but let me uh, get to the bottom of that share plunge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talk about a financial uh, fiscal cliff. These guys went off their own. Yeah. So, okay. Well.